Business is personal. When your business is doing well, you are feeling amazing. But when your business is not doing well, you're frustrated, losing sleep, and neither of you are any fun to be around. In either case, what you don't know about business is costing you time and money. This is the Business Owner Growth Podcast, where I share with you simple strategies we use to grow businesses and business owners in over 100 industries and 24 countries. Listen in, take action, and get ready to dominate your market. America, what are you going to do without your professional sports? I was on a Zoom reunion this weekend uh, with some people that I grew up with, and not really a high school reunion, more of a neighborhood reunion, because a lot of us didn't go to the same high school. Anyhow, the uh, topic of sports came up, and one of the guys who, like me, doesn't really get into watching professional sports all day, every day, but many of them do get into NASCAR and street racing. And another new term came up. You know, now we have social distancing, which, by the way, shouldn't be social distancing. It should be physical distancing, social connecting. But that's for another show. Anyhow, the new term was based on the conversation we were having about NASCAR and streetcar racing. And the term was virtual races. I was like, well, (laughs) I asked, "What what is virtual racing? And I said, well, it's racing without fans. Well, without fans in the audience, without fans in the stands, they're physically at the event. But then I asked, well, don't most of you all watch, normally watch the race from home anyway, or watch it from a sports bar, or otherwise not watch it from the actual event? Yeah, we've all been to many events, and I love going to events. And really, there's nothing like the energy of being at an actual event. But when I mentioned that most of them are actually usually watching the event from home anyway, they got kind of quiet. And they were like, well, yeah, that's right. So what the heck is virtual racing? They're still racing. They're just not allowing the fans to come into the stands and sit next to each other. And quite frankly, it's the same with any other sport. The teams can play. Everybody can be cleared. Everybody can be tested that they don't have coronavirus, H1N1, HIV, or whatever the illness is for this particular season. And then the players can go ahead and play, but they just won't have fans in the stands. And for the most part, the players are happy. The sports clubs are happy. The fans are pretty much happy. But here's the real problem that I've heard nobody else talk about. Who's the real loser in this whole situation? I mean, think about it. The networks are going to get paid. The sports stars are going to get paid. The clubs are going to get paid. The fans are going to be able to watch their ball games. Well, they can watch virtually, which is what we're calling it these days, instead of just watching it on TV like we have for many years. But listen, here's the real loser in this whole situation. The restaurants, the bars, and the sports clubs that surround all the stadiums where all of these people go to watch the game and then after the game or even during the game, some of them don't even make it into the stadium. They just want to be in the surrounding area of the stadium where the live event is being played and they will be in these bars and restaurants before, after, and during the event. And it's not just the bars and restaurants. It's all the other merchants that are in the area that rely on that foot traffic. They rely on these people spending money in close proximity of the game or the live event. And listen, it's not just the owners of these establishments, the bars and the restaurants. It's the employees, of course, the suppliers, and all of the other vendors involved in the restaurant and bar industry. 
But here's another thing few people are talking about that I have actually been shut down for in saying this a couple weeks ago. Business as we know it is going to change. It's not going to be the same as it was a couple weeks ago. The only other person I hear talking about this is John Taffer from Bar Rescue. And here's why. Because people are going to expect more. Many people are going to expect facilities to be much cleaner than they have been in the past. When I personally walk into a restaurant, one of the first places I go is the bathroom. If the bathroom is nasty, I can pretty much expect that that's going to translate into the service that I'm going to get and sometimes the food. Not every time, but that thought is still on my mind. That lack of detail is going to be quickly corrected. Otherwise, you're going to go out of business if you're in that industry. But here's another thing. People are not going to be wanting to sit in close proximity of each other. They're going to get used to this. People are going to get used to sitting further apart from each other. So when you go to a restaurant or a bar, the tables are going to have to be further apart. This is going to reduce patronage by about 30%. Now, I will say the younger crowd, probably not going to worry too much about it. They're going to be right back to business as usual. But about the 30 or 40 and over crowd, they're going to be a little bit more cognizant of where they take their families out for dinner or where they're going to be entertaining guests or just going out on date night. They're going to be paying much closer attention to the people around them. So this is definitely not going to be business as usual. These activities, these new norms that people are developing now is definitely going to affect many of these businesses unless they take the time now to start innovating. Another thing many people are getting used to that they may not have done before is takeout from these like steakhouses and stuff like that. We personally have been. We have been taking out from a local steakhouse only because it was brand new. It just opened and it was always too busy. I didn't feel like standing in line for an hour and a half to get into the restaurant to sit down and eat. So we would just order our steaks to go and come home and eat it. And we love it because for one, we get to eat in the comfort of our home. Two, the beer is cheaper and we get to watch the show on TV or whatever it is that we want to watch or listen to or sit out on the back of an eye if it's a beautiful day. But others who weren't doing that in the past and have been doing that recently, they're going to get used to that. Some will, some won't, but the fact of the matter is some of these businesses are going to have to get used to this type of service. Now, obviously, you already know all of these changes, all of these events that have been occurring over the last couple of weeks with COVID-19 and physical distancing, people being more cognizant of their hygiene, all of this is changing many different industries. And a lot of these industries, some of them, quite frankly, will not recover. Others are going to have to innovate dramatically in order to really capitalize on the situation and not just survive, but do so much better than they were even prior to this social lockdown. And that's what Business Owner Growth Podcast is here for. It's here for you to innovate yourself as a business owner and innovate your business so that you can dominate your market regardless of the situation. Look, I keep saying it over and over. So many businesses are struggling right now because they have been living and managing their business like they live their life, paycheck to paycheck. And when a business is paycheck to paycheck, the very first bump in the road completely derails the train. When I get the opportunity to go into a business and work with a business owner and I ask them for their financials, it's almost always the same thing. They either don't have proper financials, they have no profit and loss statement, they have no cash flow statement, they don't know anything about 
accounts receivable, accounts payable, anything of this nature. Many of them, many of you just have nothing more than your bank statements, your credit card statements, and your tax records. And maybe you have Quicken, but you don't know how to read it. Your accountant gives you your P&Ls every year, but you don't know how to read it. You don't understand what's going on. And listen, it's not your fault, kind of. I mean, you should know, especially those of you who have been in business for 12, 15, 20 years. But believe me when I tell you that I've talked to business owner, one individual who owns an electrostatic paint business, 26 years in business and didn't have profit and loss statements, trying to figure out why he earns $240,000 a year but is flat broke. It's because he doesn't understand things like his financials. He doesn't understand how to negotiate deals with vendors. He doesn't even know how to properly bid his own jobs. He's absolutely amazing at what he does on the technical side, but business-wise, doesn't know much of anything. That's where somebody like myself comes in. That's where Business Owner Growth Podcast, that's what we're here for, to help you understand business so that you can actually make a living doing what you do as a business owner and not just being stressed out every time something like this happens or every month when payroll's coming about. Or imagine this, you can actually pay yourself and your family a paycheck. Now, before I close up today's episode, I want to invite you to one of my business breakthrough focus groups that is held on a Zoom call where I'm going to share with you strategies that you can implement in your business to innovate now and into the future. And I'm going to prove it to you that you can double and even triple your leads, your conversions, your revenue, and your profit. Go to wallycarmichael.com forward slash webinar, wallycarmichael.com forward slash webinar. Get registered for my next event. And if you're not in a location to write that down, just go to the show notes as soon as you can. Click on the link in the show notes and you'll be able to get registered there. Listen, you are the gladiator in your community. You might not be open right now, and that's probably a good thing in your situation. We can talk more about that at another time. But you should be taking this time now to be innovating your business and setting things in place so that when all this lifts, things start to kind of go back to a little bit of normal, then you can come out of the gates running and running hard. I am here to show you how to dominate your market. The true value of this information is only realized through focused action and proper implementation. Proper delegation of action is the sign of a great business owner. You should be doing what you do best and let others do the rest. If you would like help from my team and I, visit the show notes and get on our calendar. I'm sure we can work something out. Your business is important to me, your family, and your community. Give it the best chance to thrive. Subscribe to Business Owner Growth Podcast and share it with other business owners. Together, we can all do so much better. When you grow, your business grows.